So let me ask you, do you move well, eat well, and sleep well? Do you feel that modern medicine is looking out for your best interest? Do you know how to take care of your body so you can stay pain-free and in the activities you love? Do you know what options you have? If not, that's a problem, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Trevor Folker, and welcome to the Green Bay Health Project Podcast. The Green Bay Health Project podcast is sponsored by Movement Performance and Rehabilitation, where we help the athletes and active adults move better, perform better, stay pain-free, and in the sports and activities that they love. We do this by focusing on their movements and optimizing their mobility and strength. We believe that your body is your greatest tool, and when you take care of it, you can move better, you feel better, and you thrive. So head to movement-rehab.com, that's mvmt-rehab.com, to learn how we can help you stay active and pain-free. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Trevor with the Green Bay Health Project Podcast, and today we are joined by Dr. Molly Melman, chiropractor at Lux Life Chiropractic. Um, Molly, it's about time. <laughs> Ooh, I know, finally. I, we were just talking about that. I listened to uh, Dr. Sadie's podcast, and I was like, oh, when am I? And then here I am. It's perfect. Here you are, right? I know. And, you know, we've tried. It's just things come up, and no, we're finally totally. sitting down to sitting down uh virtually to have it done but you know me and erica were talking like i was like oh, i'm looking forward to doing this one not that i'm not looking forward to doing all of them but yes yeah like, we always say we want to surround ourselves with people that we would have beer with exactly and we, we already have- crossed that one off <laughs> yes i know it's awesome um, so yeah thanks uh, so you know why don't you tell us a little bit more about your background what like kind of the the road to got you to where you're at now and why you uh decide, what got you interested in chiropractic school uh yep. to begin with absolutely and i have kind of like a weird long chiropractic story so Perfect. if you bored at any point and be like okay speed it up um, so really it starts off like very boring like i was honestly just lucky enough to be like adjusted from a very young age and honestly i never really knew why like i, <laughs> I was just kind of like i think probably from the time we were like i would say the time we started like playing sports and all of that so maybe the time we were like 10 years old my dad just brought us to the chiropractor and it was very pretty like inconsistent uh, probably just like whatever insurance covered so I'm sure like once a month or once every other month um but always had like a very good view of chiropractic of just like cool I feel good when I get adjusted um more of that like wellness maintenance which is awesome I mean that's a good chunk of our practice as well Um, but then it really got into the point where I was really like 14, 15 probably, and, um, started having kind of some weird struggles that turned out to be thyroid related. Mm -hmm. Um, so very just, um, like tired all the time, was losing hair, was gaining weight for really like no reason that I knew of and, um, all of the fun I sure I'm talking to like 80 zillion people right now that have all dealt with that probably especially females um but all the fun symptoms that come with that so kind of was on the struggle bus with that and really like never related it to the chiropractor so I was just like going into the chiropractor kind of never talking about it with him and then it got to the point where I was like so far into that journey and um if anyone has dealt with endocrinologists before it's not a fun process unfortunately like you just get put on medication after medication after medication so I think I was probably 16 by the time I was on like probably like 8 to 10 different which is not me and it was like you would get put on something and then you would have a side effect from that medication Mm -hmm. and then they would be like oh well let's give you this medication to cover up that side effect and it was just like a consistent cycle and so it got to the point where again I was 16 and struggling to lose weight and they ended up putting me on it's called fentermine it's basically like legal cocaine it's horrible wow. <laughs> it's, not it's an insane it's a crazy stimulant um so it's basically like you're like adderall or something like yeah. that um that basically just causes you to be so so like go 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 that you end up like losing your appetite 
And so I was put on that for like two days and got horrible like heart palpitations and had experienced anxiety, which I had never experienced before. And I remember going into my chiropractor and just kind of making like small talk and being like, I hate this. Like this sucks. This is horrible. This is not me. I don't want to do this. And he don't know how like really legal this was at the time, but he was like, well, what would happen if you just like went off everything? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? That's an option. Like I can just do that and he kind of gave me the talk that like really i give people all the time which is like you are in the driver's seat of your health like mm-hmm. you are in charge of that if you're not happy with something then you need to talk to your provider and you need to fire that provider and find a new one um and really just kind of like gave me the confidence to do that so i ended up going more down like the functional route um and still definitely something i like work through today and anyone who has those struggles knows that it is definitely like a journey and not a destination for sure. Um, so something I still work on today, but again, kind of continued going to the chiropractor then, um, always loved, always loved going there. It was fun. It was, I was like, these people have a good time. This is great. They love their jobs, which is something I can appreciate for sure. And, um, then got into where I was in high school and working at what's called a special recreation association. So, um, working with people with disabilities, um, who have, uh, really like a whole, spectrum of disabilities and anywhere from autism, ADHD, anxiety to your more um, like severe needs like uh, stroke victims and um, kiddos in wheelchairs and things like that. So ended up just like loving working with that population. Loved it, loved it. And um, got to the point where I wanted to go to school with that. Um, And so ended up talking to people who work in that field and literally every single person I talked to in that field was like do not do it you will get burnt out you will hate your life don't do it it's awful which was really sad because i like loved doing that and i loved working there and so to hear that was not fun and so again went into my chiropractor was just like making small talk of i'm really sad because this is like where this is what i saw myself doing yada 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 and he was like why like what do you mean this is what i do like i work with kids like this is what this is a huge chunk of my practice and um so i didn't know any of that so he kind of gave me like the lowdown on i know we had talked about the big like perfect storm event we had done um a few weeks ago and he really gave me kind of like the mini synopsis of that whole workshop basically of like the neurology behind chiropractic why we do what we do um and how that can benefit um I mean, really anyone, because it all comes down to nervous system centered um, chiropractic and nervous system health. Um, So kind of then like lighted that spark of like, well, this guy is happy. Every chiropractor I've ever shadowed, like loves their job, is so happy um, and get to also like do that side of things and really like married those two perfectly so ended up that was when I like decided I wanted to go to chiropractic school and chiropractic school is funny because a lot of it is just like how can we get the most money from insurance and how can we pass boards which (laughs) kids is like all of that kind of goes out the window so I obviously made my way through chiropractic school and did great and all of that, but found um, kind of was different in most chiropractors. Like most chiropractors start school and then discover like the pediatric side kind of later when they're burnt out with dealing with insurance and burnt out um, with dealing with patients with low back pain and patients who don't necessarily like value their health and really just want the most visits from insurance and that's it. And um, so ended up, I was the one who like really, started chiropractic school with like this is what I want to do I want to work with kids so never really had to reach that burnout point which is awesome um but ended up shadowing so much outside of school and learning so much from doctors in the field and all of that and that is where I went back to Crystal Lake Illinois which is where I'm from and shadowed at the old office that I used to be a patient at when I was younger so really cool for a full moment And guess who was working there? Dr. Sadie. Oh. So, <laughs> no, <plot laughs> so, um, really jived, obviously, with Sadie. If you have seen us together, Everyone you know. thought that. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know yeah. You got along. 
uh-huh yeah not at all we're totally not the same person at all um so we just had a lot of fun together um really loved kind of like hanging with her every time i would shadow and she always knew obviously she wanted to come back up north here and open her own office and so it was kind of always like a running joke of like, okay, when you're ready, I'll, you know, you'll be my first associate. I'll hire you. I'll hire you. And um, then that obviously became a reality not too long ago. So it honestly worked out pretty darn perfect because she worked at that office that I was talking about, which is um, like the biggest pediatrics based office in the entire world. I mean, they're probably about 70% pediatrics and they see um, so many intensive cases like out of that chunk there's a good like probably a 30 to 40% that are um, not only like ADHD anxiety sensory um, in in that realm but also the more like intensive realm of hypoxic brain injuries um, crazy like chromosomal abnormalities that really no one else like knows how to work with Um, so really got some insane awesome experience in the year that I worked there and kind of got to bring that to De Pere here, which has been so fun. And like I said, that's kind of really why I became a chiropractor. So it's fun having, um, kind of being able to work with that with Sadie. And honestly, like there's no other chiropractor that I know of here that really specializes in like the neurodevelopmental side of things. So it's pretty cool getting to kind of do that on a day-to-day basis then and really work with the kids that I like wanted to work with originally. Yeah, that's awesome. Talk about a story coming completely full circle. <laughs> I know. Like, well, what's cool too is when I do one of those perfect storm um, events, like it's so crazy that like, I mean, only like 10 years ago, there was like a crazy chiropractor telling that to me. And I was like, oh, right. sweet. I'm going to go spend a ton of money and go to chiropractic school. And now here I am kind of like doing the same education with parents. So yeah. it's pretty fun. That's awesome. Like, isn't it cool? Like to to be where you're at and kind of look back and be like this is kind of how it all started like, yes and you didn't absolutely. realize the importance or the significance of it at the time but now here you are absolutely and i think just like my early chiropractic journey of like i didn't like chiropractic to me was never about like coming in and you know getting popped and cracked and things like that and it was about like a true wellness realm and then it evolved to like more than chiropractic which is like advocating for yourself and advocating for your health and knowing that like you are the only person in charge of your health really like you can find people to that to to surround you that obviously support that journey and support that um but you know i think that is one of the biggest things that like chiropractic means to me is not even like chiropractic itself but really the whole like wellness realm that comes with chiropractic so i think that's pretty darn cool that i learned that at a pretty young early age yeah you did um most people i don't know if they ever learn that absolutely they literally have control of their health and they can decide what they want to do, who they want to work with, what med they want to take. Like, and I think the part you said about the meds, like it's a snowball, it's a domino effect. You start one, you get a side effect. You start another, you get a side effect and it just builds and builds and builds. And it's like, absolutely, what? is going on when does the cycle stop and i think so often people like um avoid medication for so long which is um like completely fine but they avoid medication for so long that they almost end up putting it on this like holy grail of like well that's my last resort and then it's this holy grail of like well if i do decide to start medication it's going to be this magic thing that everything is perfectly fine Mm -hmm. and then if you're the person that's been on medication you know that unfortunately a lot of times that's not the case unfortunately it's better before it or it's worse before it's better or you maybe are better in the beginning and then it kind of plateaus and you're not getting the same effect um or it's one of those things that and flows or again comes with a side effect so not that um i am anti-medication at all and again that's where it just comes down to that personal factor of like was that the right choice for me personally no not if that's the right choice for someone else that's 100 fine and sometimes it's fine in the right combo for you but again ultimately comes down to like you're in the driver's seat of that yeah i completely agree like i've had this talk with many people um it's like medications they have a purpose and it's great but and some people like need them thrive on them and that's awesome it's good to see like it helps them but in other people it's like they use it as a crutch almost like it's going to be the saving grace and it's like well there's so many other things you could try 
Absolutely. And then kind of resort to the medications if needed instead of just Absolutely. jumping ship and going to them right away. Yes. I love the like put the fire out, rebuild the house analogy mm-hmm. that like we use so often. And we use that for like our um, more severe intense cases so often too of like we have a lot of kiddos with hypoxic brain injuries that literally would not be here today if it weren't for modern medicine right. and the amazing things they do um, in hospitals. And that's where we took, put that, like, they put the fire out so that that kid could live, right? But all of those kind of other things you can do to support your health, how, um, support your health, that is what's going to actually, like, rebuild the house and really give them the quality of life that they deserve. So it's kind of cool seeing how, like, we can all really work together to kind of, you know, play the, put the puzzle pieces together to really get people and kids to where they want to be. Yeah, exactly. And, like, like you said, like hospital setting, they're great at what they do for emergency care and getting people to survive some pretty traumatic things. And that's what they're there for. And then it's like, okay, once you're kind of off that route, like there's so many other options to keep you moving forward. It's absolutely. And that's why if if it works that way, when it works that way, it works so freaking well. A hundred percent. Nailed it. Exactly. That's awesome. Um, so you've brought up ADHD, anxiety, neurodevelopment, quite a bit already. So um, you guys recently had, and you brought up the event that you had a few weeks ago. Tell us a little bit more about that and then how, um, like what you guys are doing fits into all of that, how you work with um, kids struggling with some of that stuff or dealing with some of that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And like I said, that is my jam. So if I get too nerdy again, pull me back. out. (laughs) (laughs) Molly, recenter out me. Um, So we, it all really comes down to, again, like what I've mentioned before of nervous system centered health. I think so many people have this view of chiropractic that it's like the old dude in the white coat that, you know, you've got some low back pain, you come in, lay on the table, he adjust your low back you're out of there cool you're good for a month until that low back pain flares up again right so we are the complete opposite of that it is not further from that granted you know in life of a healthcare professional you still have your patients that use you that way but you know what can you do (laughs) i like it yes god there's mario and luigi hopping around the office Seriously, my Luigi costume sitting right back here. Um, So, and that is really honestly like the education behind that workshop we did a few weeks ago. Um, So really it's talking about the state of the nervous system. Um, So when we're looking at that, that's obviously a very um, complex thing, right? But it all comes down to kind of like stress in is going to affect everything coming out, right? Mm -hmm. So we have this whole like, it's called a 5D model of subluxation. It's basically a big fancy, um, a bunch of D words. So (laughs) (laughs) Um, the first step of that is what's called dyskinesia, which is basically like misalignment and fixation. So kind of how I always word that is that's where like that old school chiropractic starts. And then where it stops, really, it's that like bone out of place, making body hurt, put bone back in place, all good, great, bye. Um, And it goes so much deeper than that on a physiological level. So we kind of talk about the two different modes within the nervous system and in listening to a few of your other podcasts, um, I think every like more holistic healthcare professional really talks about the nervous system a lot, which is Mm -hmm. awesome. Um, So you're probably very familiar with those two modes. Those are like two primitively ingrained modes within our nervous system you have your what's called your sympathetic nervous system that's going to be more of that fight or flight stress response and then you have more of what's called your parasympathetic nervous system and it's going to be the opposite side of the coin that's going to be our calming rest and digest mode of side of our nervous system um so again when we're looking at how that's ingrained in us we look back to those primal years of we had true threats when it back in those primal years right we were you know cavemen and a bear would walk into our cave and what would happen we would have to hit that fight or flight mode right and we would run nowadays we don't necessarily have those like 
like physical threats as much as we have the emotional threats. Like even think about the fact of like us adults, what scrolling on our phone through news headlines every single day. How many times does your sympathetic nervous system ignite over and over and over again of seeing a crazy headline of, you know, oh my gosh. Um, So that's kind of where we talk about um, really like that process for kids and why it's called the perfect storm is because that process starts at an earlier and earlier and earlier age. And I think what's really cool about chiropractic is it's basically talking about the fact that like, hey, the 40 year old dude coming in with low back pain and the five year old kid struggling with autism and horrible sensory um struggles their nervous systems are actually doing the same thing and in the same spot it just started a whole lot younger for the five-year-old kid right um so that's really kind of like the gist of the perfect storm that workshop we were talking about is going back to the um fact that stress starts earlier and earlier and earlier so it kind of starts with we are looking at very fear-based and stress-based pregnancies right so like the more technology it really more tech not not more money more problems more technology more problems (laughs) so we we get to where like you see uh like the joke my old boss always used to tell is like you find out you're pregnant and what's the first book they give you what to expect when you're expecting and he always used to say that's actually a stephen king novel um (laughs) so true of like it's all the horrible things of what to what's gonna come right Um, so we enter these like people enter their pregnancies at more they're they're more stressed earlier right um and we could go on for days about then getting into epigenetics and when you're growing a baby in a stressed out environment all of that comes with it right but i won't bore you because we can't (laughs) for eight hours Um, then that leads into kind of that stressed out labor and delivery right and that's where we typically see the more interventions earlier the more we tend to struggle there so um Again, we're living in a very convenient, and I saw you had, I think it was Emily from Green Bay Doulas on, which is awesome. So again, won't get into a lot of the craziness behind that because she probably covered a lot of that. But um, the more we're looking at interventions during labor and delivery, all of that twisting, pulling, things that happen when we have to give that, get that baby out, um, and looking at those very convenience-based labor and deliveries of how often are C-section used when they don't necessarily need to be, how often are vacuums and forceps and things like that used um, in the birth process? Way too often, right? Um, so all of that pulls, puts lots of axial stress and pressure on that upper cervical spine then we kind of get into the neurology that lives there and that's where we talk about the vagus nerve so that's our main the vagus nerve it's always always the damn vagus nerve (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) parasympathetic key player and when we are having interference with that vagus nerve literally in the first five seconds of life i mean you can't imagine that everything else is going to be um sequestered pretty nicely right after that right Mm -hmm. so that perfect storm then goes into talking about the kind of almost the analogy of like we don't grow out of things we grow into things so so often um you ask a mom who has kids who struggle with adhd anxiety sensory again that kind of like umbrella of like quote-unquote busy brain disorders which we can kind of get into in a minute um of what was your kid like as a baby literally probably 80 percent of them are going to be like colicky struggle bus baby right and colic is one of those things that your pediatrician is totally like you're gonna grow out of like they're fine they're gonna grow out of it um and yes and no right they're probably gonna grow out of it but then they're gonna grow into something else which is usually then like the ear infections chronically sick kid because again when all of that neuromusculature is insanely tight nothing can drain right that whole lymphatic system isn't draining and we're going to have those chronic ear infections, chronic sickness, all of that. And then we hit the point where you're, what happens then when you are chronically sick, you're on a crap ton of steroids usually. What do steroids do? They stimulate that sympathetic side of our nervous system. That's that fight or flight side of our nervous system. So we've got then a four-year-old kid who's been on steroids like eight times in his life, who's also been on antibiotics like 20 times during his life, complete gut bacteria is destroyed and we're not setting him up very well for health run right um and so again talking about just how we're entering that sympathetic shift 
earlier and earlier and earlier and earlier. Um, and that really is kind of the science behind why we do what we do of like we have, yes, sure, we have that fixation of that joint. Sure, that's step number one. But what happens then after that? Mm -hmm. Then we have that altered input or proprioception up to the brain. And then we get that sympathetic shift or that fight or flight shift because the brain is confused, right? Then what is going to happen? You're going to obviously, if input coming in is abnormal, input coming out is going to be abnormal as well, right? Which is what you get to see day in and day out too with what you do um, of like what, where does that typically come out in the most superficial system really, which is going to be that neuromuscular system. Um, So you see crazy imbalances there for kids. That's going to show up in like crazy high energy. Right. Um, So I like to talk about that, like proprioception versus nociception. So think of proprioception as like awesome white noise going up to your brain. Right. Mm -hmm. When we're getting that altered input versus output, think of that instead, that's going to be that nociception. Think of that as like Metallica going up to your brain. Right. So when your kid or your brain is playing Metallica, all day long we're not getting that calming input to the rest of the body Mm -hmm. so i like to talk about this kind of like brain to outside environment ratio of if brain is going 1000 miles an hour all day every day then we want an even ratio we want calm in here and we want calm out here what happens is brain is going 1000 miles an hour. The outside environment is usually slow. It's boring, right? So then people or kids find a way to speed up their outside environment. For kids, that's going to look a lot like ADHD typically, which is they're finding ways to speed up their environment by going, 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 right? So they speed up their environment through movement. Usually us more as adults, we kind of internalize everything, right? So that's where we hit that anxiety piece um, of in a lot of the time, you see people with anxiety what are they addicted to they're addicted to phones and stimulation constant input all the time right um so that's kind of our way of speeding up our environment is kind of matching that ratio of you know being on our phones all the time constantly craving that input to our brain um and things like that so again it all i think it's just so fun to connect kind of how all of that really perfectly marries each other of like it doesn't matter what age you are if your system is locked into that fight or flight mode um you're not it all comes down to perception you're not perceiving your environment the way you should be right which is gonna come out insanely symptomatically right for some people it's gonna be pain for some people for kids that's gonna be adhd anxiety sensory sometimes it comes out in them as pain too right um but again i think chiropractic really takes chiropractic from that pathological realm of like low back pain to more of that wellness realm of stress is never going to go away right unfortunately we all can't live in a perfect bubble where stress is never going to be a factor right so finding ways to adapt to stress and keep our bodies adaptable is um kind of like the end-all be-all and chiropractic is obviously for me personally very high on that list and for you it's going to be more of that movement right and continuing that movement man that is a ton yeah, sorry. That was awesome. <laughs> I was just letting you go. I was like, man, she is in her element right now. Bad. So good though. Um, I mean, so important. I think the big thing is like, like you said, people are so quick to put a label on something for kids, but they don't realize it's just a different output. Like as we yes. as adults do. Nailed that. Yes. Exactly. And that's why before when I said like that busy brain syndrome, like really that again, that's abnormal input that can come out as anything output wise that can come out as pain that can come out as anxiety that can come out as um, ADHD that can come out as so many different things. So you nailed that. That was perfect. Yeah, it's it's so interesting all that neuroscience, how it all fits together. And there's so many different I don't know if avenues is the right word, but I guess it could be for how it's kind of put out there for people, how oh, they're acting and experiencing all of this stuff. And it's just, Definitely. it's brutal. And yep. unfortunately for kids, they don't really know how to like put that out in the world. 
They just exactly. know that they have to act a different way. They don't understand it. They can't verbalize it. Yeah. No, out. It's just we're in a society where they have to sit in school for eight to 10 hours a day, right? Like you even look at like the neuromuscular patterns behind that and like, you'll love that because that's where it's like, you're, where does your sympathetic nervous system live? Literally right here, that upper back, mm-hmm. right? So like, then what do we do all day? We sit in that like flexed forward posture. Right. I love that um, saying like flexion is protection again our body has that for a reason right like i always say if i took a football and threw it at you right now without your body knowing what does it do it flexes everything forward that's that like protected posture and unfortunately in the society where we sit all day and we are on our phones all day and again like technology is a huge contributor to that um we're in that protect protected posture more than we're in oh that like, extended power posture yeah. right and uh, man i think it might have been the last episode I recorded, but we talked a little bit about it. I brought it up there, like, stand up with your shoulders back. Like, stand yeah. up tall with the shoulders back. It's like that power stance. Absolutely. Just putting yourself, whether you feel like it or not, just doing it kind of lifts you up and oh. makes you feel better. And, like, you don't need to understand it because you you're not. want to, but, yeah. right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's something so easy to do. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I exactly. myself sitting here correcting how I'm sitting now. You're cutting me out. <laughs> so when so at what stage should people come see you should kiddos come see you oh my gosh the literally the better the earlier that's i think the coolest part about um i what like our offices is we have such a uh like wellness-based office that there are so many moms that just get adjusted throughout pregnancy and then literally on the way home from their hospital they're bringing their babies in which is so cool um so obviously pediatric adjustments look a whole lot different than adjustments because um i always tell people like your body or your baby is a big ball of cartilage at that point right so there's no like twisting snapping loud noises anything like that happening um but oh my gosh the earlier the better i have adjusted babies that are 45 minutes old and yeah uh-huh so hold the baby try to even hold it that's scary but like she's like, will you just hold this one my sister's pregnant she's gonna have a kid probably like three weeks and I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna have to hold this one. Like I'm a yes. godfather. Like <laughs> crush it. The more you do it, the more you're comfortable That's with what it. I'm scared of. I'm scared of crushing it. <laughs> you will be great. Hey, just remember, like it's it's big big head coming out of small hole. I made it through the small hole, okay. True. You're not gonna be the one to crush on. You're okay. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> um oh man, no, I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> I had a question for you, but I remember. Um anyways. Huh. So I think people do think um, that you're like snapping and cracking. Yes. Babies. Yes. Which is something that is, I think like it's always a reality check for me because I think I, uh, well, I mean, I'm a chiropractor. I obviously know chiropractic so well. I'm like, would you think that? <laughs> like, like I, you would think you adjust the adults the same way you adjust. And oh my gosh, no, not at all. Um, and if you are hearing, I mean, if you have a chiropractor that's adjusting your baby and you're hearing any noises come from that, then run the other direction and yeah. find someone who is certified in that and knows what they're doing. <laughs> right. You have that choice. Remember, yeah. going back to the beginning, yeah. you can't exactly. leave if you're not satisfied. Exactly. <laughs> For sure. Um, so, my question is, is there a benefit mm-hmm. for moms to come in prior to having their baby? Like, do you see, yes. like, do you see a shift or any changes like in some of this stuff that was brought up in the baby yeah. if the mom is feeling better going into the birth? Absolutely. So that's where, again, we could get into that crazy tech like topic of epigenetics. Yeah. And there is actually a really cool study they did a while ago. Well, I guess not so cool when you look at the outcomes, but um, they looked at moms who were pregnant during 9-11 and everything that went on during that and what their kiddos then struggled with later on in life. Um, and that just goes to show that like if we're growing a baby in that stressed out fight or flight environment, then that baby 
baby's neurology is mirroring your neurology, right? So if we can get that system calmer throughout pregnancy, then, you know, they're going to do so much better. And that is not only chiropractic, right? That's going to be like continuing to move. That's going to be continuing to eat healthy, right? There's so many things that goes into that. Um, But yeah, absolutely. If we can adjust a mom throughout pregnancy, um, we see so much better outcomes there. And then on top of two um, outcomes, even those like biomechanical outcomes of um, things like better uh, positioning during pregnancy and better labor and delivery times and things like that of um, there's also that biomechanical component of like when your pelvis has more space, then baby has more room to do what it needs to do. So, um, so many, so many, so many benefits there. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, side note, Sadie's going to flip when she hears that phone ring because she was freaking out during, <laughs> during her office. That's awesome. I'm probably calling like, that that was ringing. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's an important point for people to know and understand like what you do prior to all of that happening is going to yeah. kind of set the path um, for your kid. A hundred percent. That Like I think there's like I don't deal too much with it. Erica obviously does a little bit more um, especially yeah. with something she's getting into now but like you have to take care of yourself before you have absolutely baby. like what you do up like during that time is going to have an impact afterwards absolutely a hundred percent yes and something i wish like more people knew right i think it's something like we all probably know in our hearts but we don't really want to like address it because it's not easy to do it's not easy to take care of yourself right it's It's really not it takes a lot of work yes like i personally can't imagine doing it for two or those that have right multiple babies three four like i Oh my God, pop up like a crazy messed up sleep schedule, being more stressed than ever, Mm -hmm. being more, that's why, again, like literally 98% of our office is moms and babies, right? Because they're more stressed than ever and their body, like you're kind of pouring from an empty cup, right? So the more we can support that um, and build that is, I mean, the so much better they are. Yeah. Well, I think that's why it's so important that people know about what you guys are doing because- They need those options. They need to know like there's things that can be done to help the entire process. A hundred percent. So absolutely. Yeah, you guys are doing good stuff. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we talked about some of the stuff that you guys will see with kids. Um, Like, what's the turnaround like? What kind of changes have you seen? Successes? Like, I think it's important for people to know that side as well. Like, okay, great. Here's a chiropractor saying that this and that, but absolutely oh my gosh so many amazing changes um we i would say in terms of like turnaround it's obviously so different for everyone typically like i tell people the higher your stress load is the longer it's going to take right because think of that as like a tug of war think of on one side is all of the awesome things you're doing for your body and your for your health and on the other side is all of that stress that's going to kind of pull back that way right right? and your body that's its normal state so like now you're trying to make the change but it's going to fight against it because it doesn't know a different way right now. Yeah, absolutely. So the more we have kind of pulling back on the other end, the longer it's going to take. Mm-hmm. And again, that's where we get into that conversation of like wellness is typically not like more a destination, right? It's going to be more of that journey of like, how can I continue to improve that? Um, but in terms of kids and some of the stuff we see, um, I will tell you the this cool story of this kiddo we are um, working on right now. His name is Mason. They're actually all the way from Fond du Lac. So they drive, I think, like an hour and 10 minutes and um he is so he's one of our hypoxic brain injury kiddos so he was actually um in the hospital for some like respiratory distress back in 2018 i believe and what they thought was pneumonia and then he ended up um like coding and being under for um, way too long. And uh, again, medicine saved his life. He came out of that, right? Um, which is awesome. But now he is left with, again, a hypoxic brain injury, which is a huge spectrum, right? But for him means um, he's basically nonverbal. He's in a wheelchair. Um, he has very low, like high tone up top and then very low tone in his core. Um, so again, everything that comes with that, right? And then that slows down the GI system 
system. So super right. complicated, relies on medicine to poop, all of that. Um, so his care plan was more intense, as you can imagine, than most. So they actually started coming every single day for two weeks, and then they are dropping down to three times a week now. And they just finished their more like intensive two weeks with us. And the changes they have seen is amazing. I just have to say, oh, I kind of wish there was video now, even though I look like a hot mess just for a run. But the kid stood up for the first time. Boom. Oh my gosh, literally insane. Us were just like tears down our face. Yeah, so um, he obviously has so many different therapies he works with. He works with OT, he works with PT. Um, he is in quite a few different therapies. And that's, again, where I get into that conversation of like, it's finding the puzzle pieces, yeah. right? So if we can calm that system down enough for those other therapies to work. Oh, I'm throwing things now. <laughs> talking with my hands um if we can calm the system down for those other therapies to work so much more then everyone is happy right it never has to be a this or that conversation typically if you're going to kind of incorporate everything you do 20 times better so it's kind of cool now to get, be able to see um how much many more strides he's now making in ot and pt so um things that came pretty quickly for him right away like after first adjust adjustment were digestion and starting to move things through um and poop on his own without help which is awesome. Um, then it got into more like mobility, especially upper cervically. So he's in a wheelchair. So um, again, core is kind of shut down, right? Which leaves him with a pretty bad curve in his spine. Um, and then also almost like what would be considered torticollis up top from kind of tipping one way. Um, so first thing that came with him is they would notice like his eyes would just react like one side more than they would just kind of, um, he would follow things with his eyes versus following with his full head and after like three adjustments he started turning and actually like reacting oh, amazing things, right uh-huh and then um that's where we got to at pt they always try to kind of like stand him up and look for core engagement and um he's obviously assisted during that time and everything but he's always needed assistance so it's been someone holding on on back um and helping him stand up and they were able to um fully take their hands off for i think it was like 40 seconds or something insane so not only did he stand without anyone helping him he still he did that for 40 seconds wow. which is huge in that world um so so many so many so many awesome changes um just already and that's like within two weeks of care so it's really cool to see um and i think really awesome for that family who kind of like was probably told when they left the hospital like this will be your life right like this is this is it this is kind of what you have to deal with now um and so cool to see how like the brain really like the brain rewires itself and it's yeah. capable of rewiring itself and it's obviously so much easier when kiddos are younger um but even for adults we still have hope too mm -hmm. so um, <laughs> like one of my favorite most recent stories um, but so many like sensory struggles too. A lot of the times you see like your little girls, especially like I always kind of make the comparison like boys, they um, that energy output comes out as energy mm -hmm. output. Right? Like you see that bouncing off the walls. You see all of that. Girls are so much more like those type A perfectionist personalities. So a lot of the times they just like bottle those out up, mm -hmm. right? So a lot of times for little girls that comes out more as like um, sensory struggles and then um, uh, like anxiety on top of it. So one of my favorite stories was this little girl tyranny I used to take care of at my last office. And she was totally like that type A personality did amazing in school. No one was really like, quote unquote, concerned about her. And again, that's a whole separate issue with our society is like, as long as you're doing okay in school, you're good. Like you're Hey, when really so many of us That's who struggle for another day. <laughs> exactly, exactly, right? Um, and so she was just kind of a hot, hot, hot mess in terms of sensory struggles. They um, hardcore food aversions, hardcore clothing aversions. They would actually have to go to um, like Amish stores to buy these dresses for her that like didn't touch her skin. She couldn't wear underwear. She couldn't wear socks. Um, so many struggles as far as that went. But again, did great in school, right? Super, super smart, um, quote unquote, with it girl, right? So um, her parents had tried everything and when i say everything i mean everything like they had tried anxiety meds they had tried ot um they had tried this weird like 
turntable technique. They had tried this like light therapy. They had tried so many things that I honestly to that day had never heard of before. And um, she did so well under care. Like for them, it was like insanely life changing because she was to the point where um, getting dressed was a four hour ordeal in the morning and she was late for school every single day because it was meltdowns. And if it was something touching her wrong, it was the end of the world. And she got to the point where she could literally wear anything. I will never forget the day we had a really busy, crazy, chaotic office. And I remember the day I was adjusting someone else and she ran up to me the room and she was like, Dr. Molly, I'm wearing underwear. (laughs) Oh, it's kind of funny. Like those are the wins we celebrate in our office. We celebrate poop. We celebrate wearing underwear. We celebrate all of these weird things that everyone else would be like, what? What do you mean? But for those kids, like insanely life-changing. So it's Yeah, it's those wins. I mean, those are amazing stories. It's those little wins, though, that, I mean, they mean everything. Absolutely. That's so cool. I mean, we love what you guys are doing. You know this. Like, you guys are changing (laughs) lives, and it's it's so good to see, and it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. I love it. We love it. And we love working with you guys because, again, it comes down to the, I think, I know we've talked about this so many times privately, but like you can't be a jack of all trades, right? And um, no shade to chiropractors that are, but there are so many chiropractors that are like trying to be nutritionists. They're trying to be PTs. They're trying to kind of do all the things. And I look at what I want in a provider. And number one, I want someone who listens, right? But number two, I want someone who is really, 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 really good at their one thing. So for me, I would rather take someone who's really good at their one thing and refer to other people who are really 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 good at their other one things right so um again it's like crazy fun to work together and find like other like-minded professionals that we can refer to and all work together for sure that's what it's all about it's it's working together for the good of the person absolutely it's it's not about us it's about that person that patient a hundred percent life so it's awesome cool so I have some questions for you. Yes, because I, I haven't been asking questions this whole time. <laughs> well, well, change me over here. <laughs> um, we need to do like more. Like oh yes, just, like an hour is just not enough. Absolutely, we should do a round table. The four of us just like put a mic in the middle. Gosh, yes, it happens. Just have some beers on top of it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, but it would really be an all day first house that I still. Oh, that beer over there was phenomenal. So, so good. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I'm interested to hear this based on kind of your interest and everything that we talked about. What's yeah. your um, like favorite health related book? And like yeah. say health, obviously it's, a, it's broad, like it's a big Absolutely. word. So there's so many different elements, but I'm really interested to hear You're, this is probably not going to surprise you. And you probably had like eight other people say this. But- <laughs> I would say probably The Body Keeps the Score. It's, have you read it? I don't know if anybody's ever said that one. Really? Don't think oh my so. Gosh, you need to read it. You, um, it's really cool because, so it's a tough read. It's definitely not like, it's something you'll probably read over months because mm-hmm. it's very, like neurology heavy. Um, and especially if you have had like that, like trauma in your life, it's going to be, you know, might be a little a little tough to read there but um oh it just so well marries like nervous system health to really everything in life so again like what does that output look like for you does it look like pain does it look like anxiety does it look like ocd um and really marries like the mental health side of things too that i think is something that's kind of forgotten about when it comes to health and wellness too big time and needs to be talked about Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, um, kind of talks about the whole, like, I'm not stressed convo, right. Of like, you might be one of those people that you think stress just kind of rolls out you and you're like, I've never experienced anxiety. I'm totally fine. All of this is good. Um, but it talks about how that's like literally stored within our nervous system and then how it presents physically. So like, again, so many people are like, I'm not stressed. And then their traps are about as hard as concrete. Right. (laughs) So kind of talks about then like what that out put looks for you yeah. i just an awesome book that i think everyone should read that sounds that sounds good i mean it, it's important to understand yourself and everybody yeah. everybody has it so there's no shame in admitting it it's Absolutely. just you find like how you're kind of manifesting it internally like then you can learn some tools to get to, to kind of exactly. take care of it exactly um what's your favorite health-related activity to do in green bay i think 
Well, so I've only lived here for like a year now, which is no excuse. So anyone shoot me some, shoot me some help here. Um, <laughs> just like anything outside, I have three dogs and um, they're, they're all a little bit older now, but I have one who's disabled. So I always joke, um, if you've seen those like ruck things, like mm-hmm. the weighted vest that you put on your back, I always joke that I have a ruck without actually having a ruck because I have a backpack that I put my disabled dog in. <laughs> so it's really fun because we do anything outside um so we just checked out like the maribel caves last weekend we try to do like something some fun like activity or hike outdoors pretty much every single um week so yeah yeah awesome it's good to be out in nature exactly exactly for months on end um i love it yeah um and then you know the last one like what's um, some piece of advice that you would give to somebody kind of looking to change their lifestyle, maybe directing them on the, the healthier path or just kind of making these big changes of health and wellness. Absolutely. Um, I think something that I am personally working on is just like consistency and showing up. Someone like kind of worded it to me of like, wouldn't you rather be 50% seven days a week rather than 100% one day a week? Mm. Because um, I have the struggle and I've learned that a lot of other people do too. And I think it's a lot of us like type A, like go, go, go grind type of people of this like very all or nothing attitude of I'm either like eating perfectly healthy and in the gym seven days a week or I'm like eating pizza every night and not moving at all. Mm -hmm. There's like really no in between. So I'm, um, that's something I'm kind of always working on is just like continuing to develop develop patterns and um, just consistency as a whole and showing up in some form every single day in terms of my diet and in terms of moving and all of that good stuff stuff that's perfect that's yeah it's important that's huge yep exactly good for, exactly. You. good for you awesome molly well where can people go to you know contact you guys at lux life social media you guys are crushing that game right now I, we need We're to uh pick him brain about oh gosh <laughs> those dang reels um <laughs> so they're tough they're awesome um we are on instagram and facebook so i believe it's just lux life chiropractic on both i think instagram it's actually lux life chiro um but facebook is just lux life chiropractic um and yeah and then our lux life or our website i think is just luxlifechiropractic.com so yeah hit us up whether it be on social media or give us a call for sure we have a fun um like new patient process that i think a lot of, a lot of other chiropractors are kind of like missing and don't have um which is scans again a topic for a whole nother day but basically kind of like we talk subjectively of like what are you struggling with and scans are an awesome outcome measure um really that like objective outcome measure so so many people are like i've been to the chiropractor and they were just like oh you're feeling better okay don't you know you don't you only need to come in once a month now instead of actually tracking function so um i always tell people to start with a scan and see how that function is for you and then we kind of take it from there and see see where we need to go from there yeah it is an awesome process yes what we got to sit through uh i was terrified i'm coming back though uh i need it it was um but yeah it is a it is a unique and awesome process you guys have going it's good it's the best awesome well thank you again molly this was great so much information yes you for having me absolutely and we'll have to uh have you guys back on again because there's so much more to talk about oh my gosh yes and just go get some more beers together and that (laughs) (laughs) yes and that awesome thanks again and uh see you next time guys if you would like more information about one of our guests or us at movement performance and rehabilitation just send us an email at info at mvmt-rehab.com that's info at movement-rehab.com